You know, it's quite interesting working with uh, different leaders around the world, and I always get asked this question, which is, hey, should I be setting some SMART goals? And I'm like, well, where, where does that question come from? Or coming from? Or, you know, what do you mean by SMART goals? And I actually think that in the language of goals, we should be looking at SMART versus HEART. And because you see, it's really important, the fact that do you really need to set SMART goals? Because I actually think it's stopping people from setting goals or actually going out there and achieving some goals sometimes. Don't get me wrong, SMART goals are important, but they're not everything. Let's discuss. Welcome to Leadership is Changing. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change. This is taking your leadership to another level by finding the balance between executive excellence and personal well-being through stories that inspire real change. It's time to adapt in our fast-moving world when leadership is changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. Hey listeners, welcome to the Ask Dennis episode. This is a freestyle episode where I'm asked a question by our listeners or share my thoughts, experiences and insights from working with many leaders around the globe. It's great to have you here with me again. And these Ask Dennis freestyle episodes are about 10 to 15 minutes long. We work on a topic that's either asked by our listeners or I share, as I said in my intro just then, on things that we talk about. Now, the interesting thing is that as I work with people, and now particularly this time of year, we're starting to get our clients to start really thinking about the goals for the next year and starting to sort of set them and put them in place. What's quite interesting sometimes is that people ask me, just like I said in the show opening, do I need to set some smart goals? And the thing here is I actually think that some people are hiding behind that process because that is a process, but that is not the most important thing with the goal. Now, a goal is something that you want to go ahead and achieve, and it should be something that's big, hairy, audacious goal, something that's very quite scary, something that's going to really stretch you and actually challenge you to be the best that you can be in achieving or striving to that aspiring goal. Now, what's quite interesting here is that some people think, oh, I've got to do a SMART goal. Well, my question is, how come? Why does it need to be a SMART goal? Doesn't it just need to be a goal? And depending on what you're wanting to do, it depends where you want to go, right? And so I think that the SMART process is really important in the sense that we as measurable and things like that. But the thing is, that's not what it's all about. And I think what I do around this is I actually work with people. And when I say, I think people don't think about their goals. And that's the reason I'm using that, that word. It is time for you to step back now and think about the areas that you want to work on and the areas that you want to achieve things in. And so it's time now for us to go ahead and do that. But the thing is, I would rather the goal be meaningful to you as an individual than it being a smart goal. Okay, if it's measurable and it's specific and so forth and time bound, all great, very nice. But the thing here that's very important is, what's the thing that's going to get you emotionally included or emotionally involved with that goal? Here's an example. Right now, many parts of the world are going what we call into winter. And other areas are going in from spring into summer. Now, for those in the winter, they may actually have various goals. I'm just going to use one as an example. Say they've got a fitness goal. They've got a goal whereby they want to be very, very fit, or they want to get out there and do some fitness. But you know what? The mornings are dark now. This is in the Northern Hemisphere. And also what's happening is that it's colder, and it's getting colder. And so for a lot of people, oh, the bed is nice and warm, 
and I'm just going to lift those sheets up and those blankets, that duvet, and I'm just going to roll over a little bit and just enjoy that warmth. But that doesn't mean that your goal is going to happen. That doesn't mean that you're going to be fit and reaching that thing. Why? Because it takes action. Now, you have just taken action. You have just made a decision to roll over and continue to sleep or to enjoy the warmth in the bed. Now, the thing here is this, that if you've actually got a goal that is very emotional for you, something's going to drive you, push you, make things, you do things that you want to go and then do it, that's what's really important. And I find that if you have an emotional tie with a goal, it is the thing that's going to drive you. Now, for a lot of people, what they tend to do is they use, oh, I've got to set up smart goals, and they start doing that. Come on, let's get really emotionally tied to it. Something that's going to make you get up in the morning and go for what you're wanting to do. If I called you at 2 a.m. in the morning and said, hey, we've got to meet here within the next half hour because it's related to your goal, would you get up and would you go? Because if you're emotionally attached to it, that's going to help you do it. And you will do it. Those people in the Southern Hemisphere, oh, it's almost nearly Christmas, summertime for us, holiday break, summer break, maybe not. You too also have to have goals that are emotionally attached as well to help you drive to where you're wanting to go. Now, this is the key. A lot of goals are what I call boring, absolutely boring. Why? Because I've got to lose weight by this date and I've got to lose it by this amount of kilos and so forth. No. What is the losing weight going to do for you? What does it mean? What's that end picture? What's the thing that you can actually start to picture? Imagine what you could do and what you could achieve. If you start thinking about that end picture, it's really important to think about that to help you set some goals. The way that I say it with my clients is that if you were to put a title on a book, the book is about the actual goal that you've got. If you were to put a title that's catchy, something that's not sort of out there and you're having to be really creative, but something that means something to you, what would that title be? Here's an example. So somebody I was working with, they were wanting to work more on their health and their fitness. And it's a bit like a car sometimes will have to go every six months to a year, depending which country you live in and so forth. And it needs to pass what we call a warrant of fitness. When we go and see the doctor, we'll check our vital signs and other things to see whether we have that warrant of health or warrant of fitness. So the person I was working with, they were talking about this and they keep bringing up the same words all the time, which was, I just want to go and pass my warrant of fitness. I just want to go past my warrant of fitness. And they keep saying it. Guess what? That became the title of their book slash goal. And we put some words around it that was actually going to be quite inspiring for them. And it became inspirational. And so much so that the person went out there and they drove and they did and they got the goal and they did really well. It came down to the words that was important to them. It came down to the words that was going to trigger action for them. It wasn't about being smart goals. We were being smart about it, but we were actually tying it back to the emotion. So if you think about it like a title on a book, what would be the goal that you wanted to do? Here's another one. I worked with another leader who was actually thinking about doing something, and it was more about how they could go to new levels and actually reach these multi-million dollar program and how they could get that over the line. Now, the thing for them is that they keep talking about getting it over the line. And so for them, they loved the game of rugby. And it was about getting over the line and scoring the try. American football is another example. It's about how we can get the person with the ball over that line to score the points. Same thing here. And so for the person, they could see themselves going towards the line 
and scoring the try and how they actually would do it, but also how they would celebrate it. And so it was that feeling of people coming around them, congratulating them and being really happy, knowing that they've got the actual program of work over the line. And so that was the goal, the title. And then it was a whole lot of things underneath it. What we needed to do and how we needed to do it was all the the plans that went underneath that. So my challenge to you, my question to you, listeners, is this. What can you do when you start thinking about your goals coming forward for the new year? What would you like your goals to be? What is going to be the title on the book? The book being each of those goals. Each goal is a book. And so what is the title? Something that's going to hook you, something that's going to emotionally tie at your heart. So that's why today's title of this episode is about the language of goals, smart versus heart. Because if it's coming from the heart, I'll guarantee you, you're going to get things done and you're going to make things happen. Listeners, if you are wanting help and actually pulling together your goals and starting to think about where you might want to go in this next year, now's a great time for you and I to have a chat. I'm opening up a three sort of like positions or slots to, to allow people to work with me and have coaching with me one-on-one. And if you're interested in doing that, please feel free to reach out to me. Dennis at leadingchangepartners.com is my email, or send me a private message on social media. Well, that's it for this episode today. And hey, it's always a pleasure being with you. Thanks for joining me on the Leadership is Changing podcast. Until next time, bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Leadership is Changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change, inspiring executives and leaders to adapt and lead a bigger game in a fast-moving world. 